It's time for building the game. Building the game. With Jason and friends. Tabletop game design. The the end of the episode that's when it technically ends hello and welcome to building the game a documentary podcast today is monday february 27th and you're listening to episode 561 as always i am your host jason and today i am joined once again by designer and friend connor wake hey connor hello hello, hello. how's it going it's going uh pretty well. We had a little bit of a late start because uh, we had this huge ice storm here and uh, the kids have been home for two days and then tie that into the fact that on this Friday and this Monday, uh, they also have midwinter break. So they yeah. get six days off, which is great for the kids. Um, not as great for the parents, but uh, it's cool. <laughs> and uh, anyways, so uh, yeah, so you messaged me and said, hey, are we recording? And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> we are, I promise. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, ice storms. Tell your friends. I was a little yeah, sad. Oh, go ahead. We're also ahead. kind. Uh, we're not really getting ice storms, but we're just getting weird patches of snow that we probably shouldn't be getting. Ah, <laughs> so. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I um, I was a little bummed. So tons of people lost power, but mm. we didn't lose power, which is like, and I was a little bummed. Like we have like a fancy generator. I was like, make <laughs> us lose power. Like I always feel good when the generator kicks on, and I'm like, yeah, look at us. <laughs> because we so we never lose power now where we are because the neighborhood where it is all underground wires so it's mm. very rare for us to lose power for any meaningful amount of time but uh where we used to live was in the sticks and like we once went three and a half days in winter with no power oh and it was cold yeah. and, and our house was like an old drafty farmhouse and it was like you know what uh, or like a, it was an old drafty like ranch style house but like on a farm plot and it was like this is awful. We were using like a kerosene heater inside, oh, but no. only when we were there watching it, right? Yeah, like we would literally yeah. stand there and watch <laughs> it. Um, uh, and um, yeah, we'd stand there and watch it and uh, for like an hour to get it up to 50 in the house. And then we'd turn oh, it off God. and go to work. And that was just so the pipes didn't freeze because we were, of course, not on city water. So we couldn't even run water. Uh and after that, we said, we'll never do that again. And we got a generator <laughs> installed. And uh, yeah, so that's how that worked. Uh, yeah, I like my Seattle amount of weather. It's enough to have seasons, and then it doesn't go much further than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. no, we we have four seasons with a vengeance. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> in the same day, um, they were predicting thunder snow here last night, which didn't happen, but it's happened oh, before, and it's geez. weird when it happens. So Yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> well um yeah yeah so enough about the weather probably right <laughs> have you uh have you played any fun games lately oh gosh <laughs> i realize that was i a i'm so i don't know i've been very burnt out and tired recently and also uh my game group well because unpub's coming up so there's a little bit yes, of like oh yes. shoot we should probably like play test some games um <laughs> And then also Frosthaven came out or arrived. And so we've been playing Frosthaven, which is good, but also is a lot of game um, and sort of exhausting. But like, yeah, sounds like it. In a good way, I think. <laughs> so Frosthaven's good. Um, what did we play that wasn't Frosthaven, though? Uh, Nine Tiles Panic. That was a good one. That was yeah. a very nice cleanser. <laughs> I have not tried that. But it's a, um, oh gosh, why am I blanking? Is on it like name? Castle Panic? No, it's one. Oh, Oink! It's one of the Oink games. Oh, um, yes. I've never played it, an Oink game, but I've only heard thing good things, and I really need to. They're fun. I. It's basically everyone gets nine tiles. Um, they've got they're all double sided, and you've got to speed put them into a three by three grid to complete some goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and the goals are the weirdest things like have the most boys in your town um because just there are like kids on the tiles and also okay. secret agents and aliens and hamburgers and dogs <laughs> um it, it's a weird town but um it's a bit of a nightmare to put this thing together because you build your town to like complete the goal and then you realize it just doesn't work because the roads are like running into dead ends and so you gotta like wreck your whole town to fix it um, oh wow so you start off feeling good and then just by the end of it there are no boys in your town but the roads work <laughs> so nice nice good game 
terrible at two. We played it at two, and it just the timing element does not work. Um, ah, right, right, right. But, sounds interesting, though. That sounds yeah, cool. That's a fun one. Awesome, awesome. I have not been playing really anything of late, uh, which is too bad. But um, yeah, hoping to get back into playing some games again soon. So just been super busy here, and uh, and I'm not going to Unpub, sadly. I uh-huh. I was like, I generally don't go, and then everybody, I was like, you and David and. Oh, gosh, who else <laughs> yeah. is going? Roscoe, is Roscoe going? I I feel like a lot of people I know. Yeah, like, I feel like several people. people going. Jamie, I think, might be going. All people that I was like, I would like to hang out with these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang it. So, it's yeah. kind of what I'm planning on treating it as. I'm like, I probably should get some basic prototype set up, but like yeah, mostly but it's just it's... like hang out with people, yeah. do some networking, do some yep. playing other people's yeah. games. Exactly. It'll yeah. Be good. So, yeah. Well, um, so you uh, you have been very busy of late uh, <laughs> looking at a lot of games or yes. game rule books and videos, and uh, and we're going to talk about said game rule books and videos. I mean, not not specifically, uh, yeah. But so you were a judge recently for the Cardboard Edison Award, mm-hmm. uh, which is now by the time this airs, gosh, I hope by the time Probably. this airs, we'll know who the finalists are. I think they um, said Sunday. So oh, so about the time this Probably. airs. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't hear the date, so that's great to know that it's Sunday. Uh, and if you weren't supposed to tell anyone that, it's okay, because they're uh, hearing this at the earliest on Sunday, so it's all good. Don't quote me. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so I've been I've been really interested to see. It's always an exciting time, like when you enter, to know if you made it, and even if you did it, to get the cool feedback and stuff. Um, and, uh, and we've been trying to kind of walk through this, this uh, award as we... Uh, as it happens this year, because I think it's of interest. A lot of people in our discord group have submitted to it and, or have won it before or are judges. <laughs> um, and so we did the, the preview episode where it was um, uh, a few of us talking about, um, you know, getting that uh, like actually submitting to that, um, submitting to that or that was uh, David uh, Maya and myself, David having won last year and now being a judge this year, uh, and Maya and I both looking to enter. I've entered before, but never, never won. Um, we got an honorable mention one time, and uh, yeah, but I like to do it every year. And um, if as long as I have a game uh, that I think fits the bill and would work with it, so yeah. So I, we thought it'd be kind of fun to walk through the journey of kind of this from a lot of different perspectives, um, you know. And and because you have this insight and you volunteered, you said, "Hey, I would love to come talk about this." Uh, you know, at the point where it is now. And I think once it's all wrapped up, we'll probably do something else to really sit down and talk about it. Maybe we'll even, maybe we'll even drag Chris and Suzanne in here to chat about <laughs> it and really go over, you know, everything and kind of all of the stuff around it. Um, yeah. Cause it's a, it's a big deal. I think in our community, um, not just our community, but the game design community at large, they get a lot of entries and uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So let's uh let's roll into that. So how was how was judging? <laughs> um, it's always a lot. I always get the email being like, "Hey, uh, how many do you want to judge?" Uh, it's like 15, 20, 30, 40, 50. and I'm always like, mm, "Let's let's up it a bit. Let's go. Let's do twenty this year. That's not too big of a number. It's just right, one, right, right. one above fifteen <laughs> on the option list." And then it's a lot. Uh, yeah, twenty yeah. games. To, so I, I did some stats. It took me... Well, so the rule videos, or the videos, are like five minutes max. Yeah. So, yep. you know, 20 times five. Uh, then there's the rule books, which are either like two-page things or like 40-page giant rule books. Seriously? Um, like, do some people have like huge oh, rule yeah. books they submit? Oh, some gosh. people do. Yeah. Some people have... Well, because some of them are just like a big euro. With all these yeah, tables and reference yeah, things, and, yeah, you know, you yeah. don't necessarily have to read every single like thing in the index, right? But, yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, and then there's the chunk of time you got to spend like thinking about the game, right, right, um, right, and then writing it up, and then going back and being like, does what I wrote make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, do I actually feel this way still after initial reactions? And yeah, so like my process is always, I get the list. Mm-hmm. This year, I had to uh, return a bunch of them because they're all people I knew. <laughs> which is, which was... I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. Because, yes, a lot of your friends from our Discord specifically have yep. entered. Yeah. So, 
I'm yeah. like, I know people. This is cool. I don't know um, who judged mine, but I can name several people who didn't judge mine <laughs> just because yeah. I know that they would have said no and they have yep. gotten it. So, yeah. So that that's yeah. So then I get the list and then I go and just watch all the videos um, in like within the first day or so just to kind of get them all in my head and like kind of mm-hmm. put them yeah. all on the same like playing field in a sense. Yep. Because I, I want to make sure I don't do that like scoring creep in either direction where eventually I'm like adjusting my scoring system over the course of the, right, right. <laughs> the 20 games and the first person gets like the brutal critique and then the last person I'm tired. So they right. just get whatever. Right. Yeah, so yeah. try not to do that. So overall it takes about 20 to 30 minutes per game, which with 20 games ends up being like a good few hours. Like I think yeah. Yeah. six, seven hours, maybe right, more right. Just time. Well, and I know you said that you don't turn you turn all your games in at once at the end yeah. because of wanting to go back and make sure that you didn't have the score creep. And I think that's super responsible of you to do that. Um, that almost seems like useful data to them. Like, what order did you do these in? And like, <laughs> yeah, I know in past years they've gotten a little bit worried when it comes to like two days before, and they're like, "You haven't submitted anything." Like, it's it's in my spreadsheet. I've yeah, got don't worry, don't worry. I just got to fill it in. You're, you're, it's going to be great. You're going to get them all at once. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so then I go through at the end, make sure the scores all make sense. And like, right, right. I compare games to each other and adjust the scores to kind of match. And then I dump them all into the um, the submission sheet. And so, yeah. So this year, let's see. I've got a bunch of notes about stuff. Okay. So looking at my spreadsheet. So the way we are supposed to kind of grade them or mm-hmm. uh, give feedback on them is everything's on a scale of one to seven. Um, so let's see, it's from one, which is extremely poor, and then mm-hmm. very poor, fairly poor, average, fairly good, very good, extremely good. Um, that's the kind of one to seven scale. Interesting. Um, it's interesting. One through seven scales is interesting. In and of I like them because uh, they split nicely. There's a halfway ah, okay. point and then there's another quarter point. <laughs> right. That's nice. Yeah. That's a good point. So yeah. It's yeah. always an easy. That's why they, I think that's why they do them because it's okay. You, you've yeah. got a middle to figure stuff out from. Chris um, and Suzanne do seem like the type of people that would have put a lot of time into figuring those numbers out. They wouldn't have been like, how about one to seven? Like, you know, like they're not that type. <laughs> Yeah. They would have had a real reason for it. Yeah. So so that's the scale. Um, and then the four categories we rank everything on is engagement, uh, theme originality, mechanic originality, and then uh, overall, which uh, the first three I feel like are their own little things. Um, engagement's kind of the, the fuzzy one, but I kind of put that as like, the overall mm-hmm. kind of hook or that fuzzy feeling you get when you're like, oh, I really want to play this just based on the, the game right. description. Right. Some games are pretty clear why you like them and some of them are just a bit more vague. Um, and then the overall rating, um, I start by doing that as sort of the average and then I kind of adjust based on like other factors that I mm-hmm. that kind of I take into account. Like maybe it had a really boring, boring theme, but mm-hmm. I thought that the uh, engagement was just extra good. So I'm going to give it like one extra point to kind of bring that up a little bit. So that's interesting. And how I use it. Cause it's like that, like, you know, the overall thing encompassing the stuff that isn't in the rating system, basically, you know, right. Right. Um, that's right. kind of how you overall. Um, it doesn't usually adjust too far from the like average though. It's only mm-hmm. a, a pointer up or down or the same. And then we do strength, weakness, and other comments, which is basically just little paragraph or sentence or whatever. Um, I, I think different people do different things, but I do like a paragraph or two um, detailing those things. And the thing I liked that they added this year was that if you didn't have a strength that was like a real strength, um, they'd just chuck your entry out. <laughs> um, so as in like they would chuck your judging entry out um because they oh, wanted to make okay. sure that you'd put the prop yeah sorry i realized that sounded like if no if you didn't get a strength, <laughs> your game is just, just not good we're just gonna pitch it that right, actually right. i mean to be fair 
that is basically what happens if your game's not <laughs> it doesn't make it right doesn't make yeah sure yeah but so they they make sure that like you put like a real strength and i try to do that too some some games it's pretty easy because there's like lots of cool things some of them you gotta like poke around a little bit but like honestly most games i don't think i found a single game that didn't have a cool thing about it you know right right it was I mean, like that's hey the thing right is like most of games so like for most games that i've play tested or seen people pitch at least with designers who've done not even with new it really i mean yes i i, I think as play testers i'm sure we've all seen one or two where somebody pitches a game and you're like okay <laughs> right but that's rare i think yeah. i think that most of the time when i hear about a game there is something redeeming mm-hmm. in that pitch even if it doesn't sound like my kind of game i'm like oh yeah i can get on board with this remind so. me to talk about uh heartbreaker rpgs because i, I want to want to bring this up later do you sure. know what that is i do not okay we'll talk about it um but yeah so that's the um that's what that's how i do it mm-hmm. or that's how we do it um and then they get submitted uh math happens i don't know the specifics of that um and then they all get sorted i think they just take the top 20 from the numbers um right, right, however they right. like average out the numbers i don't know if things are like weighted or something right right like, that is know. that's interesting right like when you think about like how those numbers could break down I mean, some of those numbers, they might have to take out a couple decimal places, right? To make sure that they're like, <laughs> yeah. you know, or at least two. I mean, if not to, to see, like, you have to wonder, like, when a game doesn't make the finals, like, there have to be some where it's like, they've missed out on it by a quarter point or something like that. Yeah. Right? And that's and- crazy. I mean, like, it, I'm not saying that's bad. I mean, that's mm-hmm. when, when people run a race and someone wins many times, the next person is a half second behind them, right? Or less. Yeah but that's just how it is. Um, but yeah, obviously there's some subjectiveness to that, which makes it a little different than just running fast. Oh, totally. <laughs> right? And I mean, it's, this is the interesting thing about like a game design competition where there are like 300 entries. And I mean, one person judging 300 board games is a lot. like that's never honestly going to happen in the Mm -hmm. most fair possible way ever which would be playing every single one of them like 10 times right right not happening um so i think when it does come down to like the cutoff it this is why i think when you're entering a competition like this Mm -hmm. like winning is cool and all but like I think more entering the competition is a great way to prepare yourself for actually doing the uh, the next step of just right, right. putting your game out into the world, whether that's publisher mm-hmm. or self-publishing Kickstarter or whatever. Like, I think that's the real reason to enter contests like these because it's all a bit subjective anyway. Like, yeah, if your right? game doesn't make it into the top, like, 20, that doesn't... It, you can still pitch it, right? It's not like we're really banning t- pitching. Or, For some reason, I thought there were only 10 finalists. Oh, well, because it's because last year they did the two tracks with the... Um, so it was the, 10 and 10? Oh, so this year it actually 10. is 20 finalists? Okay. I don't know. I think it might be 10 still. Okay. Uh, don't, okay. Okay, don't quote me on these numbers. You'll find out uh, when the yeah, podcast yeah, no, comes I, out what the cutoff is. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was 10. You thought maybe it was 20. 10, yeah. Maybe it's 15. I don't know, but no. Um, yeah, they might They might just adjust it and be like, these two are close enough and there's a big gap, so whatever, we'll do like 13 right. this year. Right. Um, but yeah, so... Based on all of that, yeah, don't worry if your game doesn't get into the finals. It's, right. It doesn't really say that. It doesn't say you can't go and publish your game or give it to your friends or whatever you know, whatever you want to do with it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, in in that's uh, again, again, you know, I mean, like, I one of the you know, I, we joked on the episode where David and Maya were on about. Like if, if, if we won, do you have to be a judge? Cause I feel like I would be bad at that. Like, I think the hardest thing for me is I'm self-aware enough to know how subjective my ratings would be. You know, like when somebody's like, here's a real time game, I'm immediately like, I don't ever want to play that game. Um, because I'm just really bad at them and they don't, yeah. and, and I'm just like, I think I could rate the game. Like, I think I could not hold any outward bias to the game because like, I believe that real-time games can be amazing games, 
but they're not for me. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, if I don't get it, even if I'm self-aware, like, then I worry that I'm bumping a score to try and make up for the fact that I'm like, Oh, well, you know, you might be being too hard on this because it's a kind of game you hate. Right. So like, I, that just makes me, I just, I mean, I feel like lives are at stake here. I know they're not, but that's what I feel like. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but like, you are very thorough in the way you do it. Well, I hope so. Everyone, everyone listening who's going to get feedback from me, I'm so sorry if it doesn't live up to the hype. This, uh, being no, so I right. mean thorough in the way you score. I, your feedback sure, could yeah. be garbage, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, but I'm saying like you put a lot of thought into how you rated a game, right? Yeah, and I put more thought into... Not that I didn't put thought into the scoring, but I put more thought into the feedback part. Because like... I kind of accept that I am, you know, it's all subjective bias numbers. What the heck does a five mechanical originality really mean? Right, right. Right? Like, I I accept that that's fuzzy and I'm just going to do the right, best right, I can right. and move on and make sure that, like, the feedback part is actionable or useful or whatever. Um, and then it's like, if a game, I don't know, I've rated games like sevens across the board and they didn't make it into the finals. Um, right. Oh, because so that's the other thing. Like, it's not like you're making that call, right? Yeah. If somebody rated them ones across the board, yeah, it all averages itself out. Right. Like, uh, uh, you get a, a number of people looking at the games. So, right. right. Yeah. Plus, I, I would be shocked if they're like, you know, again, you had to turn these games in a little while ago, mm-hmm. and they're not coming out, say, for you know a little while longer. Yeah. I I would bet, you know, that the Chris and Suzanne and like I said maybe we should get them out at some point like oh yeah definitely like I would bet that they comb through that data and look for anomalies you know what I mean if they see a game where two people rated it I know it's always more than that but two people rated and it's like or let's say four people rated it and it's you know five sixes and sevens and a one like they're probably gonna say hey (laughs) you know that might have actually I think I I've think that might be the case because i feel like one year i might have um put the wrong number (laughs) on something and i'm pretty sure i got reached out to oh really Um, because i think yeah so don't quote me on that one because this might have been like the first time i did it and i think i copied the wrong number in from my spreadsheet right 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 and i think they probably caught it so i i have to believe they go like Yeah. I'll never forget uh, a long time ago, I entered a screenwriting contest back when I did screenwriting and film stuff. And, and something that I thought was the worst was, so this contest, it was a huge contest. I think it was the one Matt Damon and Ben Affleck put on like way back okay. in the day. And um, I entered the contest and the script, it was probably just okay. I, I probably shouldn't have advanced to the second round. Uh, <laughs> but what always irked me was that the, um, was that the, uh, the, the first round of judging was every person who submitted was forced to judge five scripts. So, okay. so uh, I went through and I was super honest. There were yeah. some that I gave good ratings to. There were some that I gave bad ratings to. And it was truly based on like, would I enjoy this movie? Like, you know, do I think this is clever? Does it hit these things? But like, that doesn't mean that's what everyone else is doing. Right. I mean, like literally, It'd be like, all right, cardboard Edison submission people, now judge everyone else's games, right? Like, what? No. That's how some um, of them work, though. Like, isn't that how the board game workshop um, contest works? I don't. Judges are just anyone. It's like, like a community voting thing, I think, for well, at least one of the rounds. I mean, that is that's how TGC stuff works, right? Like, basically, yeah, yeah. you um, you put the stuff out there, and then people vote on it. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, like, I, I don't know, that sort of thing. I just feel like you're just asking for bad <laughs> actors to go in there and, like, yeah. you know, I don't know. Obviously, this this award doesn't have that issue because yeah. I mean, they select people and, you know. These design contests are, I, I don't think really they're a good way of getting the best game. Because, one, the best unpublished game was probably not entered. <laughs> like, Right, it's true. There's... There's so many more game designers out there right, right, um, who didn't right. get the time or, you know, they're in talks with publishers right now uh, for their unpublished right. game. So, like, right, right. I, I really do think that it's uh, it's more of just a, like, 
picking that top 10 is more just to highlight the cool ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, not mm-hmm. necessarily yeah. Yeah. De- put a verdict down on this is right. actually right. best game ever. Right. Everyone should sign it right. now. Right. And all the other ones are shit. Even Sorry. though, Sorry. even though every game that's been like one has been signed, you know, or in yeah, the which, being, you know, I mean like that sort of, right. I mean, thing. Um, because, okay. The ones that got signed the first few years are all established designers. Oh, were they? The, uh, Dan Kassar won it the first year. I can't remember if Arboretum came out uh, before or after, but like, you know, clearly had connections already. Right. Um, right. So I think it's a, I was talking to some other people about this and I think it's also just the type of people who like put too much effort into their video, <laughs> probably also right. put too much effort into talking to publishers. <laughs> so. Right, right, right. That's and, th- and that's why I think like the people who put all the effort in and don't get into the finals, I think they're going to be fine. Well, in, they're the sort of people yeah it would definitely help i this is this is where i'm like i wish there were better ways of like boosting people outside right. of putting them in a ranking system um right right but you know yeah, that is it's one of the one of the things you and i talked about before we started recording was you know the idea of like why why enter the like why are yes. you entering the contest Let's right and, this. like and so i'll go first to say like for me like, and I'll speak for me. I mean, I think Jonathan was on the same page, but like, I'll speak for me um, because Jonathan's more eloquent than I am anyways uh, and probably thought it through more. But like, <laughs> you know, like you might be entering because you want the prestige of winning um, and maybe you have the goal of winning. And I think as a designer to say, whoa, it'd be sure nice to win this award. That's great. Mm-hmm. But like, don't hang your hat on that because like you have no control over it. And even if you submitted the best game, you don't know that that's the game that's going to win. Like if you categorically submit, like it's like, this is objectively the best game. That doesn't mean that it's the game that, that wins. I mean, gosh, look at BGG ratings for God's sakes, like pick <laughs> of games. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that like, you know, the other of course reason is like, if you, if you're just entering for feedback, there's that. And like, I, so the reason that that we entered was at least from my perspective was kind of multifaceted in the fact that I would love to win the cardboard Edison award. Who wouldn't like, it's a respected group. Like I'd love to be a finalist. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't. Right. That said, um, I also like getting feedback from people and getting mm-hmm. free feedback is great. Um, I mean, you pay to enter actually because I, I, <laughs> I did it because I'm on their Patreon. So like it is free, like literally it's sure, just yeah. another bonus. Right. But like, I feel like the reason, you know, the other reason to enter is because you put so much time into getting it ready that you have a pitchable game. Now you literally made a pitchable game. If you've done it all right, in my opinion, you've made a pitchable game, which we can get to. Right. (laughs) Um, And you're going to get some feedback that you can incorporate into making it a more pitchable game. Right. Yeah. Um, And I think that's great. And then also from a personal standpoint, you know, Jonathan and I, we've showed our game around a bit, but we, we showed it to some some bigger publishers and we had a couple IPs in mind and those IPs didn't work out. Um, and so now we're kind of like, I don't know who to show it to next. Let's just get it out there and see what other people think about it. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and maybe maybe we strike gold and, and somebody sees it and is like, oh, hey, I would love to talk to you about this game. Um and maybe we just get some decent feedback on it and mm-hmm. that's fine too. Right. But like either way, like no matter what happens, I feel like we are in a better position than we were before we entered. And so for me, like it's all positives. I mean, the biggest negative is like, if I don't make it, if the game doesn't make it in the finals, I'll feel bummed about that. Right. Like, I mean, obviously we all do. Yeah. Um, even when you go in with realistic expectations, you're still hoping, right? Yeah. <laughs> you still would like to be a finalist. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I mean, I think that as long as you feel like you can manage those expectations and not be too devastated if you don't make it, then you Mm -hmm. should do it. You know, as long as you're willing to put the time in, because to me, it's not any time that I wouldn't have put in a game that I cared about anyways to get it ready to to pitch. Right. It's good practice for that. And just good, like, because like pitching to a publisher is such a weird nebulous thing. Um, right, right like setting up a pitch for the cardboard as an award it's got a deadline 
It's yeah. got a format. Big damn deadline. It's That's what got it's got. Examples <laughs> of what people yeah. have done before. Right, it's right. Got a whole guidebook that comes out. Like, it's got so much more structure around it. And yeah. like, I don't know. So I went to a, um, my partner's been getting into like powerlifting and weightlifting and everything recently. And we went uh-huh. to a, um, a weightlifting meet competition. I forget what they're called specifically. But I just love the energy there because like, it was a competition. Everyone was like, you know, trying to lift the most weight and all that. But like they cheered so much just for people beating their personal records, even if that personal record was like the least weight anyone had lifted that day. Right, they were just right. so excited for people just yep. to improve and do the thing. And mm-hmm. it's like I th- that energy, I think, is like what I think this competition, how you should think about this. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. The, the, it's the same with like playing a board game, right? Like it's just an incentive structure is there to make you have a do the thing. <laughs> right, right right like right. you don't you know you hope to win the board game you play but like you're not gonna be miserable because you didn't win something right unless like, it was like a 12-hour game of civ and then i will be miserable if i don't win unless it was a game you don't enjoy so in that case, <laughs> like, if you don't enjoy pitching don't enter the cardboard edison award <laughs> well that's the thing like if if making videos and getting games ready for pitching in that way is yeah. not something you find useful or or enjoyable don't do it right yeah like just don't do it. I mean, yeah. you could you could also just take all the 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 tips they have. You mm-hmm. could just, just do that and not enter the contest and still yeah. use it to pitch, and they would be okay with that. Like no one's no one's policing that. Yeah. It's like having just, cake yeah, for like, breakfast when you're an adult. You can get away with that. Like yeah. no one can stop you. Even if you get ninety percent of the way and then just don't do it, you can just keep keep going yep. later yep. <laughs> when yep. you feel like it. And yeah. Do whatever you want with it. Yeah. And yeah. To so to kind of get back to like the specifics of mm-hmm, the judging. Mm-hmm. I also want to get to like some tips and yes. stuff oh, I yeah. noticed and all that whatnot. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, there's like a kind of a spectrum of like, I don't know specifically which games were on, where they were on the spectrum, but I'd like sometimes have a hunch of like on one end, it's like, I know what you're saying. Just you want to win prestige. It's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be lovely. Um, and then on the other end, it's just, to do the thing mm-hmm. um and i feel like a lot of people fall kind of somewhere in the middle of like it'd be right. nice to win but like also it forced me to do the thing um and so like i want to contextualize the feedback i give that it doesn't apply to everyone on the full spectrum right right right, like, right if you just wanted to do the thing and you don't actually care about like publishing the game and you just wanted to make a thing and submit it somewhere and Mm -hmm. get some feedback you know you don't need to worry about like perfecting the whole thing and like all of these like optimizations and stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, whereas on the other hand um if you do want to win and i'm going to extrapolate winning to you want to have the best pitch possible for you know either pitching it to people to sell on like crowdfunding or to a publisher Mm -hmm. then some of these tips are more for you Right, right. But to start, I think the one tip is sometimes afterwards I see comments from people being like, I'm unhappy with my feedback because it was a lot about how I didn't pitch the game well. And <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that was, that's like 90% of, <laughs> did, right, right. whether you like it or not, that is 90% of like selling a game. And but, making a good game that people want to play over But that's and over. also like, what are they going to, like, like Connor, why didn't you give me feedback it. on the end game? Like, I oh, don't yeah. understand. Because I didn't play your game, Jason. That's why. So, <laughs> and, and and I think they're, because they always say, like, your your video quality doesn't have to be good. Your real book quality uh, doesn't have to be good in terms of, like, it doesn't have to be, like, flashy graphics. Right, fancy. right. But the content quality has to be good. <laughs> well, I think the con- content quality overall has to be understandable right clear and relatable yeah otherwise it it could be the best thing ever and and you're not going to know it yeah i've seen shaky cam videos uh that got the point across and i gave them a good rating because i understood the game and i understood what they were trying to do with the game um and so that's kind of the main thing it's like uh, i saw actually it was a bit better than last year um but this year there's there's always a couple games where the cell the, the rule book and the description in the video don't line up. 
So I then have to do a guessing game of what's real, right? Like, right. Uh, it could be that they changed the game and didn't update the the video, or the other way around, they forgot to update right, the, right. the rule book, or it could be that they didn't pitch it or talk about it correctly. Because I definitely right. looked at someone's and from the videos, I was like, I don't get it. I this seem there's I don't know what's going on here. And then I read the right. rule book and I'm like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> They just it's, didn't explain any of the cool stuff. Right. It's interesting so it's difficult. because because like I feel like the video guide is is very specific about what you should include. Yeah. You know, like one of the things it was like include 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 <laughs> include a turn of the game, like a full yeah. turn of the game. And I'm not a huge fan of that. Like in videos, depending on the game, right? I feel like it sure, can be. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. In the end, it's I was like, guideline. I'm glad I did this. This was this was helpful, right? Like mm-hmm. this kind of shows you the context of everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. So here's my format that's works. I mean, it theoretically it works for when I won and it's mostly worked for all the pitches I've done ever since. Mm-hmm. Opening statement of what the game title is and who plays it and like rough mechanic yep. thing, like yep. your tagline, right? Mm-hmm. This is a two player game of tug of war. Uh, mm-hmm. Then move on to overview of what you do like your goal and mm-hmm. a turn <laughs> like how what do you like or if you don't have turns the action like quick overview of right, some right. things you would do in the game and then i cut to a time lapse of the game being played from like top down perspective or whatever and i just explain the feeling that you get from the game that i think is the cool thing mm-hmm. or the feelings or the experiences right, or whatever right. and i feel like those parts just all kind of tie it together mm-hmm. um because mm-hmm. it's like i just showed you the, the how and then the end part, I show you why. So you've got the mm-hmm. context yeah, for like yeah. why why I just showed you. And I, the one thing I'll add in that I the the, the cardboard Edison award did ask for that I mm-hmm. did, and I liked doing it. I don't normally do it, but like it's a full shot of the components of the game. Yeah. And so I, I that's what that I do in the, the intro game. part. Yeah, that's what um, I do when I'm when I'm doing the like this it. is the name of the game. Yeah, I yep. do a pan of the <laughs> just yep. the game. <laughs> that's what I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So follow that format, you'll be fine. Um, but this is part two of this whole thing. Some people don't know what the cool thing about their game is. Um, yeah, yeah. Which this is the tricky one because I've got two minds on. There are two thoughts on this. One of them, they don't know the cool thing about their game because they don't know how to articulate it. Um, right, there's a right. number of games I looked at, and they told me what the cool thing it was in the game, and I was like. I'm not super interested in that. But then I read the rule book and I found something else. I was like, I'm super interested in that though. Right, Why didn't right, you right. tell me about right. this? This is your hook. Well, because of course, once again, subjective, right? Yeah, like the cool totally. Thing is subjective, yeah. But like sometimes it really doesn't line up. Um, like, yeah, sometimes it's subjective. Sometimes it's, they told me something was unique and original and it's not, but they've done some other cool, unique, original thing that they didn't realize was unique and original. And so right, that's what right, I usually right. put in my like other comments of like, hey, tell people about this part, please. Right. right. Um, I try not to judge them on like having told me their well, I I don't judge them on having told me the quote unquote wrong thing that's cool right. about their game. But I do point out like you should like emphasize this. Um It's like, you know, hey, I made this game. Do you like building decks like to then play games with? I made a game, it's super unique. You build a deck while you're playing the game. <laughs> I'm gonna call it like a building deck game. I think, like nothing. I've not seen anything like it, right? You know, and you're like, no, that somebody did that a few times, <laughs> which yeah. is okay. But you don't. I want to act like you reinvented the wheel when yeah. somebody else already did it, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's and like there's so many people talking about like how to figure out the hook of your game, um, which I don't really want to get too much into. But like, try and tell me the hook because then I don't have to figure it out myself and potentially miss it. Right, um, right. Because that's the other category is I don't think they have a hook, or they don't right. tell it to me. Mm-hmm. And I think this is my big, this is my big note. Um, and this, this really only goes for the people who like really want to either win, or pu- publish the game, or get it out there, or sell a million copies, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people who've made really good games. I gave a whole ton of like uh, fives and sixes and mm-hmm. a lot of fours. Um, but I think that's like step 
one. Well, that's not step one. Um, you're like a decent way up the ladder of having done the thing of you know becoming a big name, successful game designer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of people there, and so I kind of equate it to like a lot of you have learned how to make puff pastry, which is like super impressive. Puff pastry is difficult. You wanna mm-hmm. uh, you wanna like win the Great British Bake Off? You're gonna need to have some like fancy spin on puff pastry. Puff pastry right, is right. the basics, right? Um, right, right. So it's like I definitely don't want to be like evil done a bad job because you you've done a really good thing. Like a lot of these games, just right. I'm impressed. You put this whole thing together, whole rule book. It looks like it'll be fun. Um, but a lot of the games are then, and this was like some of the feedback I had to give. Sometimes I'm like, this looks good. I would play it, but it doesn't have that like flair or spice or thing that stands out mm-hmm, from everything mm-hmm. else and it's like right you've you've put in all of the parts that make it a game and it functions um mm-hmm. but like what are you trying to do with it like what why right. did you put all right. these things in here right because sometimes some people have the basic thing of like well magic did it so that's why i put it in um right. that's a right. different right. category of like i think you you should look at why magic did it not just do it because magic did it or right, right. you know, insert uh, game here. You know, um, well, that's that's a big thing, man. Is that like just because another game did it doesn't mean it was good, right? It worked with yeah. that one game. I mean, you know, yeah. And and I think that's the like the next step that if you want to like, if you want to win the cardboard as an award and you want to get a big signed game, mm-hmm. um, you you gotta have intentionality behind all of the parts of your game mm-hmm. and it's got to be driving towards something that like you have a feeling or care or take on you know right like right and it doesn't i'm not saying it doesn't need to be like a profound thing or anything it can just be like uh i like when this game does this this is what i do all the time i like the way certain special puzzles make my brain like feel good mm-hmm. <laughs> because i thought i found the um the combo whereas like other games mm-hmm. just tell you the combo and you piece the combos together whereas i like special right. puzzles because you feel like you found a combo yeah like i did it before yeah yeah so like that that's a that's a that's a like a driving force of a game mm-hmm. um at mm-hmm. least for me and you've got to you've got to think about like why <laughs> you are putting this game together right, right other right. than just i wanted to make a game Mm-hmm. Um, and this is how good games work. Um, right. It's it's really difficult, though. Of course, like yeah, yeah but like yeah. that's just the said than done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think it's just like when you, and that comes into the whole, like how to pitch it and do the hook mm-hmm. and everything. It's the hook, right? It's like, but it's like when you don't just take stuff because like that's how games work. Uh, do stuff mm-hmm. because that's how you want your game, to, like what you want your game to do. Yeah, yeah, and what you yeah. want it to like express. Um, I mean, it's like when you hear somebody say, "Like, oh, I put this in my game because these things are really popular, right?" Yeah, like oh, I did some minis because minis are popular. So, yeah. like, but do they fit in your game? Doesn't matter. I did it because yeah. they're popular, right? I don't even like them, but like, yeah, you know. Yeah, and the, there's this uh, there's a game makers toolkit episode that came out recently. They usually do video games, but like a lot of it ends up being um, useful for board games, where they talked about the uh, NDA. Um, framework of looking at games and i'm gonna get this wrong uh but the general idea is you kind of mechanics influence the actions that a player will take which then influences the feelings that a player is going to have right uh yeah that makes relatively sense. straightforward and i feel like a lot of people stop at the mechanic part and don't think about the like causal chain of what's that going to mm-hmm. make the player feel mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you look at every piece of your game and if you can kind of track the feel of every mm-hmm. little piece of your game, I think you're on the right track. And if you're looking right. at it and you're like, I don't know what feeling this is giving the player, or you're mm-hmm. looking at it and being like, well, this is giving the player a completely different feeling than the rest of my game, um, scrap it. And I right. think that right. that kind of framework, I think, would be helpful for taking a lot of people's games to kind of that like next level. That's um, a good point. Because, and this comes to the Heartbreaker RPG thing. Um, Heartbreaker RPGs, it's a, someone wrote a blog a while ago and really should have put my reference list together. Um, but if you Google Heartbreaker RPGs blog, you'll find it. Um, it's essentially, 
after Dungeons and Dragons came out, tons of people made a bunch of RPGs mm-hmm. that were all just Dungeons and Dragons, but with a a thing, a twist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And he they called them Heartbreaker RPGs because they were heartbroken at how cool and amazing the thing was that they added to the game. Um, and if they just scrapped all the Dungeons and Dragons stuff, they would have had an amazing game. Right, and right. It was that. It was that feeling that they had to. They just had to do what all the other the style, did. right? Of of Dungeons and Dragons. We got it. We got to copy this part. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to be. You know, no one's going to buy it. Yeah. 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 And so, I, I whenever I do the judging for this, I always see a lot of things that are in games just because. Um. So that's my biggest mm-hmm. feedback. Just. Mm-hmm take those things out or change them or be purposeful or purposeful about them. That's also just like generic game design advice. Um, but it's like the biggest generic game design advice I see whenever I judge this thing um, is there's so many cool things. There's so many, there's so many games that have these like really amazing, cool little things in them. And then they just like slap on uh, the entirety of like Arkham horror or something. <laughs> Right, you know, right. it's like, oh, get rid of that part and give me that cool, cool thing that you came up with yourself, and then build everything else up around it. Uh-huh. I think, I think that's a, an awareness around games that that that's hard to find. You yeah, know, that happened with Michael and I recently with our um, uh, Before the Light Dies game, which had a really cool communication system that people kept saying, "This is so cool," and we were finally like, "This is cool enough. This should just be a game." Like, mm-hmm. but we want to do the other game let's just make two games like okay yeah. done like that's what we'll do we'll take this out and then we'll replace it with something else and we'll just make this other game to highlight this and like i think that that can be a hard decision for people to make mm-hmm. you know yeah and because of that a lot of people won't make that decision and yeah. um and that's too bad because uh yeah because that decision is <laughs> sometimes the right one uh-huh. right? I've done it with a lot of our games and it's always slightly upsetting. <laughs> it is, right? It's just like, oh, I'm not I mean, doing we, anything here. I'm we just... were exciting. We were excited because it was like, we just got two games for the price of one, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. But yeah. And I, I think this, uh, this is what David posted in his like tweet roundup um, was basically that whole thing of just like, what's, what's your purpose in making this game? Make that clear. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yep. and then once you know that, the pitch video becomes way easier. <laughs> sure does. Yeah, um, sure does. And uh, yeah, and again, I know this is super difficult. I have so much trouble with it myself. Um, but just like be, if you're, I think if you're just more aware of it, you just start noticing when you're going down that path of like slapping things in just because um, it's a good start. But like, because sometimes you do need to start that way. But mm-hmm. like, eventually you need to trade them out. Right. Um, the single biggest thing I want to reiterate again for pitch videos, if you want to make a good pitch video, here's how you start. You write a script for the pitch video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you make sure the script includes everything you need to say. And then you go through and section by section, line by line, if needed, you put in what you're going to show during those when you say those things. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you are more than halfway there to a good pitch video. Because like mm-hmm. you said, a shaky cam doesn't matter doesn't if you matter. get the point across. Yeah. The script and how you're and what you're going to show to correlate with that, that is that is the most important thing you can do uh, mm-hmm. in one of those videos. So yeah. yeah, I will I will never stop reminding people of that <laughs> because it really really makes a difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Write the script. Um. Okay. So that's the big the big nebulous game design is hard uh <laughs> tip mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um some smaller tips just to make it lighten things up a little bit please 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 put pictures in your rule book um i i yeah, it's yeah. totally fine if it's just you took a picture with your phone and mm-hmm. you literally drew on it with a pen that's fine just yeah. something so that i yep. know what we're talking about mm-hmm. um because it then i don't know i just don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i can't yeah, yeah. like because i know in a rule book are so important so yeah. important um i and yeah please make sure your rule book lines up with the video because otherwise i'm gonna have to guess what your game is i there was That's one rough. video yeah. in rule book this time where they contradicted each other and i was like well i'm <laughs> i'm gonna make the guess that you meant the thing that makes a bit more sense um right right 
But like, maybe that's not what you meant. And it's actually cooler the other way. I don't know. Try to give them the benefit of the doubt here. But like, right, right. It makes it tricky because I'm just, I don't, I'm not judging your game actually at that point. I'm judging some homebrew. Your interpretation of the game that may (laughs) or may not be correct. Yeah. 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 And it's hard to say. Like, I guess I would always assume the video is right because they probably made the video for the contest and they probably wrote the rules before. Maybe. But like, I mean, so sometimes the rule book has the cooler thing in it, though. That's true. That's right. true. Or the thing that makes a bit more sense. Right. Um, well, yes. I know with, with Jonathan and I, one of the things that we did was after I wrote the script, he would go, he went back and verified things with the rule book to make yeah. sure that it matched. Um, and that we, and I used obviously the rule book as I wrote it, but he did that as a double check because we didn't want to contradict ourselves because mm-hmm. we understand how confusing that can be. Yeah. Um, you know, especially because you're, if you're sending both, right? And I think yeah. I was a little more thorough with the video knowing that the rule book was going to go because mm-hmm. I wanted them to suit each other, right? And to kind of help each other. Yeah. Um, I felt like that was worthwhile. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then on the subject of like, please let me judge your game, not what I am filling in the blanks of. If your game is primarily reliant on cool things happening on cards like let's say magic the gathering let's say you've designed magic the gathering if your rule book says on your turn play a card and do what it says mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's your rule book and you don't show me any examples of the cool things that cards do mm-hmm. i'm not judging your I, i'm i'm judging your game but i'm not really judging your game right right i'm judging right. a game called play a card and do the thing which could be literally anything right right um, no, I think that having like that sort of thing, you have to have like interactions and things that are shown. Right. Mm-hmm. And I also too, like, I always try to as well, like include, like I usually include um, some sort of definition section, right. Like yeah. at the end where like, I'll just say, here's all these things and here's what they mean. Here's a good description of what they mean. And mm-hmm. I already mentioned it before, but now yeah. I'm going to give you like a detailed explanation so that you really get it right um or because that's important right i mean that's just it's important you want to make sure people understand what you're trying to say like yeah yeah. or let's say you're uh you're doing a trick-taking game and your unique twist on this trick-taking game is that there are five ones for some reason just making something up yeah and uh if you don't show me the deck with five ones in it and you don't really right. mention it because technically it's not important for the rules, right? Because the cards right. are going to just happen later right. and you'll figure it right. out. You got to show me. Yeah. <laughs> you got to show yeah. me. Yeah. Or let's say you're doing a tile placement game um, it's, and it's Carcassonne. Let's just say it's Carcassonne. If you don't show me what the tiles, what the like rough breakdown of what the tiles are mm-hmm. and make it sort of clear that the tension of the game comes from there not being enough pieces that like match perfectly. Right. You just right. say there are tiles um and they kind of are like this and you don't show me in the rule book oh because like this piece there's only one of this piece and it only matches you know like mm-hmm. uh it's very specific situation it's really difficult to finish things and that's the tension i can't tell if the game right. is interesting or not right, um right. And so there's a lot of games that and and it's funny because i think this is actually a really good way to make a really accessible game because the things just naturally come out of the systems of the game right when you Mm -hmm. play but it's a really difficult to then show without playing so right in the rule books or in the video literally say the sentence since there are lots of ones in the game it means ties happen a lot in this trick taker which makes it really interesting because blah 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 right um just call it out um yeah that's like with with super robo country the game we entered we think one of the coolest things are that on the map and you played it like mm-hmm. like you determine what you want to score points in right like you yeah. can completely ignore something if it's not something you want to do um and so like i pointed out like one of the most unique things about this game is that you you determine what you care about and how you score points mm-hmm. like there is a basic setup and then you choose what you want to actually score points while you're doing and do more of those things to score more points yeah like because you if you don't highlight that right like if i'm just like oh you fill in stuff then like are there penalties for not filling in certain things are there you know like um 
Yeah, I'll never forget Richard Lanius one time was talking about, you know, he's all into the the big crazy like horror games, right? Um and like he had said he was playing this game and he said you have to be like you can build this stuff and he's like do I well, do I have to build anything? He goes, no, no, you build whatever you want. Like, you know, and he's like, and at the end of the game, I didn't build a fence and I got minus five points because I didn't build a fence. And I was like, well, what the hell? You said I could build anything I want. He said, well, yeah, but there's negatives to not build. The <laughs> he was like, well, then yeah. tell me that like up front. Like, yeah. Changes or just, you know, admit that I'm required to do this. Don't penalize me for not doing it. Just yeah. tell me I have to, you know. And and, so, and to go back to your example yeah. of your game, uh, well, I think you, and I, uh, you probably showed it, but like when you say, oh, you can pick your own path, right? Uh, uh-huh. Show the path because it could possibly yes. be that every path is, do you want to get two points or do you want to get 2.5 points? And then the next right. path right. is like, do you want to get three points? And right. it's like, right. actually, right. this is boring and you like not solve it. I know that's not what right. your thing is, right. but like if you show no, no. In... different stuff, that's, yeah. that's important so that you can get the content. And... Does it matter actually that I can pick? <laughs> And what we did was we actually picked a path that was very dynamic and then explained why we took yeah. the path and the power-ups that we took yeah, to get exactly. on said path. Um, so as not to have a bunch of extra stuff. That was the easiest way to do it was to be like, yeah. we went this way because we can got the hammer and now we can fight this enemy. And, you know, like, so that sort of thing. Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, same type of thing. Explaining, like, I decided to go this way and not saying why like it's like why am i showing you a turn if i'm not showing you what i'm doing in the turn and why it makes sense you yeah know? it's classic like middle school essay uh you what is, what is it you got your evidence and then you got your like thesis or whatever right 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 right, right. <laughs> God, i haven't written an essay in a very long time clearly um but yeah it's that should be your format <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah evidence conclusion um yeah okay what else is on my list of things to bring up um that might be most of it um oh i can talk about like i said i would do this earlier uh talk about like the breakdown of scores i guess yeah 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 yeah. like a a rough idea i let's okay because i've got them in my notion database spreadsheet which is my favorite um okay so there was one game out of 20 i gave uh sevens and sixes too um kind of across the board mm-hmm. was my favorite i hope it makes it into the next round interestingly this was one of those videos where i think they didn't they had this whole thing of this is why it's interesting at the end mm-hmm. um and it was all caveats trying to like be like don't don't worry it's actually a fun game because of all these random mechanics we put in <laughs> they weren't random they were like pretty purposeful which right, is why right. i thought it was a good game um uh, but actually the the first sentence that they said was plenty and then they said, don't worry, it's not just this thing. And I was like, no, 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 it is just that thing. And it's perfect because of that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was the one I gave a sevens to. And then right. we got three sixes, um, which have a mix of some of them have pretty boring themes, but they made up for it in other ways. Um mm-hmm please everyone just like put a little bit more thought into your theme it doesn't have to be like the most fanciful thing but please don't be trading in the mediterranean i saw that's that's hard for me game yeah (laughs) that's really hard for me because i theme is everything to me like you like i will live and die on wanting to play a game whether or not the theme is interesting right Mm -hmm. century spice road hated it i've been told (laughs) it's a great game the theme was super boring i was essentially trading cubes for cubes and that seemed real dumb but if you'd made those some sort of crazy thing if that was like using it to trade whales for other whales i'd have been yeah. interested like i'd have been in yeah like, i don't know why i said whales i just was thinking of narwhals i think it doesn't have to you be know? the most absurd thing or right? it doesn't have to be, like just just i don't know you got you've also kind of right. got to do this at the start <laughs> When you start right. designing the game, it's much more difficult to change it later. Right. Uh, into that problem. For okay, the record, but... I have heard that Century Spice Road Gollum or whatever edition yeah. is way more thematic and a exactly. lot more fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, do that. And it doesn't have to have good art. That's fine. Right. It has to have understandable that. art, right? Just, yeah. Just uh, clip art's totally fine. Um, okay. And then I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. And ten fives, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can so, see yeah. a lot of fairly good games, right? Yeah, yeah, better than average, right? Uh, and then two averages, and then 
a fairly poor, two fairly poors, and a, a very poor. That was kind of the breakdown of like. So you did so, actually give a one out then? I gave a two out. A two. Okay. It was one of those games where I was like, "There's a there's a pretty cool little thing in here." Um, right. But the rest of it is, uh, it's kind of the same thing of just like you put the things in there because that's what like all the right. other games in the genre do, and all right. those, and it's not really helping your game. Right, um, right. So it was had had its cool thing. Um, they all had cool things, but as you can see, like most of them are average and fairly good. Mm-hmm. But like most people don't make quote unquote bad games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, everyone who entered had had some cool ideas and cool stuff in here. Um, but like, if you're looking for like the numbers breakdown, <laughs> it, it's it's a relatively uh, pointy bell curve i think <laughs> right right that seems um, fair lots of stuff kind of in the middle and some a few stand out and that's what i think i would expect for the yeah. most part was a lot of stuff in the middle and then some standouts i mean because yeah because like you said most games are okay right like most yeah. games are okay most published um, games are okay <laughs> like most published games are okay you, yes. honestly if you've made a good game you probably beat like most of the published games out right. there yes. so, i always joke that probably the best game ever made was never published or will never be published yeah. statistically yeah. speaking that is literally the best yeah, yeah. the most likely thing yeah yeah so it's like a lot of these like good games, I think you can totally. A lot of them are very clean upable, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I don't think there are any in here that I was like, "Nah, scrap the whole thing." Is right, right. So, and then of course the rubber meets the road in the next round for who yeah. makes it to the finals. Of like, so they had a good rule book and a good video. Does it hold but up? What does the game actually play like? Right. Obviously, yep. that's the big wild card of the next round yeah as to what's going to happen with that and this is where um, some of them there, there's like a couple i played where you're like oh real cool pitch real cool concept right actually doesn't work um, I, I mean and that isn't i mean how many times have you sat down like at an unpub or just like a game thing where somebody says like they pitch you your game and you're like whoa and then you sit down and play it and you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's all right. Like, this yeah. this needs something else. But, like, the pitch sounds smoking, right? So it's like you're on the right track here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you have a unique it's idea. Like, it's execution, right? Yeah, and this is why it's like there, there are two parts to the award. The first part is judged on the pitch, right? Mm-hmm. And the second part is judged on the execution. So yeah, to win, yeah. you have to have both. <laughs> right. But to right, get into right. the finals, you only have to have one of them. Right. Right. You have to sell no... a good. You have to sell a good idea to get into the finals, which is how the in the real... finals you have to sell a good game. <laughs> yeah, which is how the real publishing world works, right? Tons right. of games get massive hype and bought based on like that's a really cool pitch and that sounds exciting, and then they don't last once people start right. playing. Right, or even Most... you know you show a publisher your game and they go, "Oh, all right, this looks great," and then they take a prototype and they play it and they're like, "No, mm-hmm. yeah." So that's I, what I mean. I think... I've had that happen a lot of times where like the scout plays your game. They're like, Oh man, this is perp. Like this is oh, they're going to love this. And they're like, Oh, they hated it. Sorry. Like what happened? Like you were so excited. I know they just felt like it wasn't it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. So that's why I think this award is a very good run through of what it's like to pitch a game. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Or pitch a game to people um, when you're trying to sell it to them directly right so right right same process <laughs> right it's true it's true yeah cool awesome any other thoughts um let's see i've got that because I was, I was trying to make sure i like phrased all of this nicely and correctly sometimes i just ramble I probably rambled a bit, and then I say words that don't actually line up correctly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so going through the same problem. <sighs> yep. Um, no, just I mean, everyone who entered, like, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think it's great. Um, I do. I do wish there were more things like this, uh, that weren't like competition focused. Um, but then I think that's why like stuff like Perspiel Online and all of those like community based things are good, because um, I think they kind of get the same 
thing across or help you right, do the same. Right. So it's like, if you're like, oh gosh, card doesn't sound scary. Entering an award sounds scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, competition is just one way of doing this whole thing. Like community focused uh, support is another way of doing this whole thing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's also just, I think some of these people, and this was me when I entered, um, haven't like met a lot of designers or a good, I don't have a solid design community. And I know it's really difficult sometimes. <laughs> I had difficulty, mm-hmm. you know, I was in like a big city. Um, yeah, try, try and find people who have games that are different from yours and different styles and yes, try and get a community going because I think that's really the best uh, it really is way to do things but also competitions are a fun way of like putting the pedal to the metal <laughs> and just going for it and seeing how it goes um and maybe you'll win something and mm-hmm. yeah yep yep rambling final words <laughs> it's my favorite way to end a show just well i don't know i just i like doing this the judging i just really also have weird conflicted feelings about competitions in general right (laughs) like when i play board games i really don't care about winning or being efficient or anything like that i'm mostly more caring about like is everyone else having a good time (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and so it's a little bit contradictory with uh board games and winning sometimes um which is why i really liked uh, zoe's whole uh, podcast that was great (laughs) yep yep yeah on the specifically on the whole like multi-victor whatever it ended up being called uh, right 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 (laughs) yeah so yeah that's me. awesome cool well hey this has been a good combo um and uh yeah i like getting to see the kind of the inner workings of at least one judge and how it's working and uh and like i said we will 100 percent um do more talk around this award as it as it progresses because i'm really interested to kind of get the ins and outs of it and uh and uh you know figure out all the facets of it i think that's really cool so mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually surprised we haven't done this before. I'm glad that y'all suggested we do this. <laughs> we talk about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, of course, you can go to um, buildinggamepodcast.com. There you can find a link to our Discord. Come join our Discord. You can also email us buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, but you probably won't because the only people that ever email us there are people that want to uh, guest on the show. And usually um, they deal with NFTs or AI. So, um, yeah, it's cool. Um, anyways, uh, you can also find us on the Twitter at PodcastPTG, at J.A. Slingerland, at Connor J. Wake. Uh, and, of course, you can keep coming back every single week. But until next time, good night. Good night. Building the game, building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. Building the game, building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. The end of the episode, that's when it technically ends.